0: Connor. What's up, man? I have a, a brain tickler that's been bothering me.
1: You should be, you gotta get that checked
0: out. It's probably not healthy. I think
1: they lay eggs.
0: <laughs> or wait, are, are you, you talking, talking about the, uh, the parasites from the Clone Wars?
1: Oh, crud, yeah. yeah. The earwigs. That's it. That's what we used to call them.
0: That's not what my question is, though, <laughs> or what's been bothering me. What's up? What I really want to know is, what got Jar Jar banned from Otagunga?
1: Uh, one or two-e accidentes. Uh, he smashed the boss's head cleaver or something like that, and now he here. I, I, I'm i almost sure that's what he says verbatim.
0: Well, I can tell you what he says verbatim. Go ahead. He says, Misa cousin one or two-e little bitty accidentes, huh? <laughs> You'd say, boom the gasser, then crashing the boss's hey liber mm. then. Banished.
1: <laughs> My forgotten.
0: <laughs> that's, all, that's the
1: only other part I remember.
0: I spec.
1: I spec. Uh, the ability to speak does not make you intelligent.
0: That's Sorry. correct. You got it. That's dead on.
1: There you go. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, let's break that down, seriously. Because, all right, so what's the first thing that he did, according to the script there?
0: So, I don't know what the one or 2 e accidentes are.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, was it something like, oh, you know, he accidentally spilled paint while they were painting the inside of the dome. Well, and then run over someone's dog.
0: So there are some there's some old legends. Legend has it oh that he actually used to work in food prep.
1: <gasps> okay.
0: And he and so like they, they had this delicacy in the in Odaganga that was it's kind of like a pufferfish if you will. Pufferfish. Um and like I don't know if you're like it's like a Japanese delicacy, and yes, like if, you, if you
1: don't do it right, then you poison everybody. You poison everybody, right? Yeah. There's like a lot of great like like short stories written about stuff like that,
0: right? So apparently, that's like the legend has it. That's what happened.
1: So you're telling me that Jar, Jar Banks is a culinary master? Yeah. Or did he work out just on food I mean, line?
0: I think he just yeah. I think he was just like a <laughs> a prep cook, or you know,
1: I don't know why it just came to mind, but for some reason, I'm just thinking of. Jar Jar in line with Rorschach in the Watchmen movie. It's like Yusa, not locked in here with me. <laughs> um, you know, it's like you're locked. In, you know, that's all. Usa locked in here with me. I don't know, and it's funny, but still. Uh, all right. So apparently, the one or two accidentes was that he poisoned people. Yes. So he's a murderer. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, and there's some other things out there. Uh, he also legend also has it. That he released all of the animals at the zoo. What? Yeah. So...
1: <laughs> they uh, have a zoo in Odagunga?
0: Apparently. And apparently he released all of the animals. I don't know if that means he, like, released them into the water and, like... Like all these, like wow, z- they that all would just be-
2: swam away. It
1: <laughs> would be so dark. It's just like y'all free now, and, and they're just they get like
2: eaten by the big fish. <laughs>
0: There's always bigger. There's fish. always a bigger fish.
1: Right. oh my goodness gracious.
0: I guess uh, now would be a good point to, or a good moment to point out that hey, we're joined by a special guest. Ooh,
2: Steph Roman. Oh hey, I'm here too.
0: Hi, <laughs> your sister back yet again?
1: Yes, back yet again. Back we- again. <laughs> uh, what are you back at? Oh, that's right. It's Uta Pute, everybody. Hello, and welcome to Greedo Shot First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars, in which today, we still have some unfinished business with Jar Jar, but still. We got a lot of Star Wars news to talk about, gang. That's right. It has been Triple Force Friday, and this is the second Friday in the Triple Force thing? So we're kind of in the middle of it. Yes. But regardless, uh, we're going to go over some details on that. We're going to go over some details on other big news items that are coming through the wire. No real big topics today. The news itself. Yes. is the topic, but let's get back to Jar Jar. Yeah, I want uh, to
2: know more about. Yeah,
1: this. well, do you have any kind of uh, information Steph, or do you have any kind of inkling on
3: I,
2: other things
1: he could have done?
2: I am just as curious. To p- I, I was thinking this was going to be something like uh, like he pulled a Griffith and he like slept with the king's daughter or something. Well, s-
1: all right, so <laughs> but <laughs> right. I,
2: th- I'm glad it's it doesn't seem to be quite as dire, but I I'm I just need to know. Well, Andrew. More about the most compelling character in Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks.
1: What's the spiel about him smashing the boss's, what was it? It's his hay blibber. Hay blibber? Hay blibber. Blibber. For all we know, that could be Gungan. That could
2: be Gungan. For like
1: mistress or, Mm -hmm. you know, bride to be or something like that. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah, This Um, is me, my hay blibber.
0: (laughs) 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 I will say it's nothing so interesting. The hay blibber is... It's
2: his pet. It's a dog. Nope. No.
0: It is his prized submarine.
1: (gasps) Oh. Ooh. So he was joyriding. Yeah. Wow. He's a bad influence, and we all laughed. Yes. I think it was a cry for
0: help, man. Well, I agree.
2: I know he's just a delinquent.
0: (laughs) Of course. Basically. Well, and of course the the underlying tone behind all of that is that he is a delinquent because he is in fact. Darth Jar Jar <laughs>
2: That That much we had suspected from the start. The
1: signs are all there. Yeah. They, they all was wear there rings. It Yeah. It's like why you don't see him in like Attack of the Clones as much as you should.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's because he's like, you know, I, I want to set this up he's so. He's
2: off setting up his empire.
1: Yeah. Palpatine's going to be the scapegoat in the whole thing. Yeah. It just makes sense. It does make sense. I'm going to give you emergency powers so I can have all to myself. That's right. That's what he says.
0: He's He is the master now he is the master, and Palpatine <laughs> is but the apprentice. Misa is the master.
1: <laughs> What's a man saying to the dark side? I don't know,
0: so, man. So, are you? Before we move on, before we actually get into the topic, <laughs> yeah. I do want to follow up one last thing. So, you know, so he was been banished. Mm-hmm. Misa been banished, and do you know the like the trappings of why he was banished?
1: Is this just more guesswork?
0: I mean, it's also discussed, well, it's, there, there are sources out there that will confirm where this comes from.
1: Okay, I'd say his banishment comes straight from just being clumsy, obviously, mm-hmm. but, you know, he might have said all the stuff, you know, that was kind of like misdemeanors to him. You know, like, it's not such a bad deal. Let all the animals out into the water and smashed his favorite sub and stuff like that. But it's like, I really got banished because they found all the severed heads under my pillow <laughs> or something like that. Like, you know, maybe the whole Misa Misa thing isn't purely an act. Well, you know,
0: so a couple of things with that. Just
1: look at Ted Bundy. See, now
0: we're getting it's, this is really we're, we're going to be at this for a while. Um So two things behind that. First off, if you read the uh, William Shakespeare's Star Wars. Oh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So if you actually, if you read the prequels or listen to them, although I don't know that they actually ever did the prequels. I think they only did the original trilogy in audio form.
1: I'd like to get them. I've I've never seen them, but go ahead.
0: Uh, But anyway, uh, he, when you hear his inner monologue, Jar Jar's inner monologue, it's just normal uh, I mean, it's probably an iambic pentameter, but...
1: I mean, elocution is involved. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he just sounds smart. Uh, <laughs> but in earlier drafts of Attack of the Clones, before most of his lines got written out, mm-hmm. he has something called Diplo dialect. And he actually just... Like, he will go, Oh, Annie! Obi! It's so... Oh, excuse me. My <laughs> Hello, Master <laughs> Obi-Wan and... Is, anakin. He had a one anakin it is a, yeah. is so, that what it was yes <laughs> that's that's right
1: oh my god that's actually kind of clever yeah i mean why not at this point you know i mean you can throw anything into a book and make a canon at this point point. and honestly if anyone's never checked out the, the shakespeare books they're worth a look at mm-hmm. you know if you ever get the chance to see them in the store because i was always like puzzled by it yes because it's just i mean it's kind of like got like gothic america like the covers and everything like Uh like with the you know the stormtroopers and vader and stuff like that like it doesn't look like it should be star wars but it's it's very much star wars and you know what to that end uh there's a, a bit of that in the from a certain point of view book Mm-hmm. There's a, told from uh, Palpatine's point of view. Yes. Now granted this is taking place during, you know, uh, New Hope where he has no real, you know, inkling in the movie whatsoever. Right, we
0: don't see him at all.
1: Everyone just refers to the Emperor but not as, you know, who the Emperor is or anything like that. So it's interesting. And like the way that the narrator does it, it is a lot of thou hast, like that kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, Ian,
0: is Ian the guy Descher. who writes all of those.
1: <laughs> he had to have some fun with that. Yes. Oh man. Uh, I want to ask a random question Go for it I know we're going to be here for a while But I just really want to kind of gather Everyone's kind of opinion on this Uh, What's your thought on like random fandom And I just want to call it that for what it is Random fandom like, have you ever had a moment where, like, you know, you were watching something? Like, obviously, you're big into one one thing or another. Like, we're talking Star Wars now, right?
0: For the thirty fifth time. For the thirty fifth
1: time. But like, has there ever been a moment where someone starts talking about a topic that you didn't realize you had that much interest in, or like, you know, you didn't realize that your your stakes were so high and like you couldn't have it shaked by somebody else? Like, for me personally, it was like I never realized how big a fan I was until. Eva started talking about it it was the terminator Uh and like i you know i like the terminator and i i liked t2 is one of my favorite movies as a kid but then like later on in life i'm like wow like i know so much about this useless history (laughs) you know of the Mm t800 and how it works and why it does what it does and i'm probably the only person who like fist pumped in the air during the, what was it Terminator Salvation when John Connor got the scar on his face yes you know it was just like uh, it was just kind of random stuff like that but have you ever had a moment where you realize it's like oh my god like I actually care a lot about this Do you <laughs> have you, can you think about anything that's like up there for you Steph or anything like that
2: I don't know I kind of feel like I have a kind of different take where it's like I just there's my couple of fandoms that I just focus on so hardcore that I'm so full of so many useless facts and information <laughs> about things like Star Wars and other other big ones like Final Fantasy and stuff like that. And then it's just like they're just such big. I just get stuck in the big franchises like those. So I was like, I mean, there's 15 Final Fantasy games. There's nine Star Wars movies in counting, and <laughs> you know.
1: Well, there you go. I mean. So I just
2: stick with the big ones, and I, I guess I don't. You know, when I watch other things, they kind of trickle out much faster than. <laughs> The normal stuff, I'm like this it, it's neat when you are able to run into somebody and be like, Oh, you know what that is actually a really good movie, or like i you know i I appreciated that, but it's like <laughs> nobody else appreciates it, it you know commonly, yeah, like something obscure like from the eighties, not the Terminator's obscure, but but you know, stuff like yeah, that.
1: It, it, it's just like that.
2: Voltron or Yeah, yeah You like. didn't
1: realize you had such a passion for this cartoon it's you like, watched yes, when you were. Voltron
2: a kid. is actually great. So. It's like if I
1: still hear stuff about Power Rangers, I'm kind of invested. Oh yeah. Right? I think anyone can agree with that. If you were yeah. a fan of it as a kid or even you know, like, cartoons. Even, yeah, or even like if that. you're not
2: watching whatever current iteration of Power Rangers is right now. It's like <laughs> there's a part of you if you like if you see like secret of the ooze like oh man like stuff like that you know stuff from your childhood right you know even if you're not watching ninja turtles or anything like it's just
0: well still one of like my top i don't know x many like covers of songs that i just will automatically rock out to if it comes on the Chili Peppers version of Higher Ground that they because did it's in for the, yeah, the Power Rangers it's movie. Power Rangers
1: oh, my, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> well, there you go. It's random. Yes. I mean, are are you a big Chili Peppers fan? No, first? not at all. But that song. Though, that song. That's, is that's just a great song. Yeah,
0: well,
1: it I, slaps,
0: as the kids say.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I can literally. Uh, yeah. There you go. I don't know. I, I It was just something that came to mind. I was <laughs> yeah. just thinking about it. It's like I guess my
0: my. Two second answer on this is and like you know i I am like a sports guy or whatever oh yeah but i have like this weirdly deep knowledge of minor league professional soccer in the u.s wow and the usl like which is you know so we're all pittsburghers right and that's what the pittsburgh riverhounds play in well there you go literally just uh i think it was last week i was in a conversation like we had a catered lunch at the office or whatever and i was in a conversation and i was talking about how i didn't watch the pirates the previous night because i was watching the river hounds instead and then uh like my my one coworker was like well i mean they don't they, they don't even play in like a high level and i was like whoa actually <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> and, he, he and like i gave him
0: like a 5 minute monologue on like how will they rearrange things a couple years back and now right. they play in the highest tier of minor league soccer. Like they're only one step down from MLS or yeah, whatever
1: like the a- actual like national league. Almost. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's like, it, I, I feel like it's something like where you had a passion for it personally and you never got to really express it until someone, you yeah. know, garnished some kind of interest in it. Mm-hmm. And I was that same way. I think like, like I said, it's just, we started talking about Terminator, and I didn't realize like, oh yeah, I have a vast like, knowledge yeah. of this. It's like, yeah. look, you know, Judgment Day was supposed to happen on this date. It's like, but it didn't happen because John <laughs> Connor saved the world. That's right, or whatever. I don't know. So it's just stuff like that. Let's talk Star Wars, gang. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really just wanted to kind of broach you guys about it. I just figured no, that's that's
0: that's actually a really interesting question that but I haven't really thought about. But that yeah, but like it's like it literally just happened for me.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, in the way of how we want to cover this today, uh, as we were saying at the top of the show, Triple Force Friday is in uh, full swing right now. Yes. Uh, today, we are recording this on Friday. It is the second Friday of the Triple Force days. So, we're going to cover a lot of what happened uh, last Friday, which would be September 26th, I believe, or 7th. September. And, uh
0: our mother's birthday.
1: That's right. right. Hey, happy birthday, Gloria. Belated birthday, Gloria. <laughs> yeah. uh, But then, uh, you know, we'll cover what's come out today, because there was a few things that came out today as well, mm-hmm. uh, other things that came out during the week, and everything in between. And I think next Friday is going to be a big day for the Triple Force Friday, who knows what's really going to happen at this point.
0: Absolutely. They dropped
1: a lot of toy news, uh, you know, a lot more uh, of the Fallen, uh, Fallen Order news. They dropped a trailer for that. Uh, you know, big movie news and the way of uh, wh- where they're going to go moving forward. Where do we want to begin? That's the big
0: question right now. <laughs> well, I guess we'll, let's maybe just start with like kind of what Triple Force Friday is and some of the, you know, highlights that we've seen so far. Sure,
1: we can do that. All right. So essentially, uh, I mean, you can back me up on this, but Triple Force Friday, is it's usually their chance to premiere new products uh, for Star Wars coming out. Uh, Specifically, it it does happen around uh, the time that new movies are coming out, and what they'll do is they'll actually have uh, some of the actors come into the studio with them. They do like a live stream and everything, and they'll have the actors... uh, get their first look at their own action figures or you know lego sets or funko pops and stuff like that and the the genuine reaction from these people is adorable yeah especially like uh i mean just to start it off in one way or another uh kelly marie tran Mm -hmm. uh her and
0: naomi aki naomi aki
1: when they looked at theirs they were just like Shut up! Shut up! Do, don't, take that away from me. I, 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 it's a bad, it's <laughs> that's, a bad impression. That's
0: Naomi Ackie. Yeah,
1: but she was just so
0: she was so <laughs> over
1: it. Like they were looking at their Funko Pops and everything. It was adorable. Uh, and then you had Carey Russell and Oscar Isaac looking at theirs. John Boyega looking at his. They started off with Daisy Ridley. Uh-huh. Uh, and she just didn't seem impressed. She was like, I've been here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is
0: old hat for me. Right, I have, yeah. I
2: have 10 action figures and 10 more in production and 20 Funko Pops already made. Basically, based yeah. on my likeness. So Every like, single post. This pose. is old news at this point. Let's <laughs> well, well,
0: all. Yeah. But they did bring out, like, to me, what I think was one of the coolest pieces that they debuted last week mm-hmm. with Daisy Ridley was the DO. Uh, the droid uh, right
1: yeah so i mean you can
0: control with your uh, phone with your, with
1: your phone or a tablet or whatever yeah. you just have to download the app and it looks like it responds really well yeah uh during that could same... have been
0: clever editing but...
1: <laughs> well no during that uh that same segment they actually had some kids uh, go to hasbro oh. and like they like, these kids were uh, into like robotics and everything at their local high school or whatever and they got to learn some of the ins and outs on how dio actually works and like how he's able to stay upright and everything because that's the one oh, thing that always cool. baffles yeah. me right like, how, like do they-
0: how does it work how does <laughs> the yeah. gyroscope work yeah like and you'll see like a functioning bb-8 and it's like how does that it's work
2: like, it's like just in the movie you know? yeah it's, it's, that's what's awesome so
1: i and, mean when force awakens came out they, that was like one of the big pushes was a bb-8 you could get a mm. you
2: could get a working bb-8 they were not that expensive i mean yeah. then-
1: now it's going to be Dio, which yeah. I mean, this is like another chance to us get a real good look at Dio. Uh, and he does look adorable. Yes. And he's going to be the dorky little brother to BB-8, I guess. That's kind of what we're going for. But I don't know. Uh, I did like that a lot, though. Yeah. And yeah, I, that was it seems cool like one. it's.
0: I actually have uh, an R2-D2 that <coughs> Stephanie actually got for me as a birthday oh, present or yeah. a
2: Christmas Jealous. present
0: or something. Uh, present. It's hanging up here. For this is great theater of the mind. Theater of the mind, people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it
1: is perfect. It, it, so that will yeah. actually respond to and your it, phone. Yeah,
0: and I, you can control it with my. I can control it with my phone. That's uh, cool. But like, it kind of makes sense because like, it at least has like the three legs. Yeah, and it's it like, okay, It has some bit. some balance yeah, to he's it.
2: He's got he's got feet.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's like like you were saying BB-8 and Dio, for that matter, like they both just look cumbersome, right? Compared to something like you know R2D2. Yeah, so. Um, it is amazing.
0: But yeah, that was one of the, the really cool ones. Uh, yeah, I liked all of the figures.
1: Yeah, the figures looked solid. Like, they even had the, the figure for Daisy Ridley that was the Force of Destiny one. Yeah. Which I didn't realize they were going to go that far. Have you ever watched any of those? Anyone?
0: No. I have not.
1: I've watched them. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Specifically, no. They're, like, they're made for, there's, you know. I mean,
0: there's like so much stuff out there that's like the kid stuff. Yeah. But like it's fantastic, like the Droid Tales they did as well, right? Yeah. Um. And and now like I don't I, I don't know if you guys have tuned into the Galaxy of Adventures that are on YouTube. Yes,
1: yes. Where they they kind of retell the story. Yeah, and yeah. it almost
0: has like it almost has like a like an anime kind of vibe to some of the animation. Totally. Uh, and like they cut it like it's basically everything from the saga, but they just cut it into like two minute. Like vignettes or whatever. They're like
1: Han and Chewie, they've always had each other's backs, and then it'll just be like a smash cut yeah. of everything that you've ever but, seen them do. Right, <laughs> and, but
0: like it's—I mean—they're awesome, and like some of the—and they—and they haven't shied away from doing. Like they did the uh, the hallway scene in Rogue One. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't—they
1: don't shy away from the blood or anything. Yeah. They, they did. Uh, they did one for Boba Fett. I know that. Uh-huh. And like it was just—it was good that they did that one because it's like. It, you know, it's just cementing the fact that they want to make them look cool.
2: I mean, I'll take. I think anime Boba Fett sounds pretty awesome. That's what I'm saying. Give, uh, give me that. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally agree. But I mean, I I do agree. Those are cool. I, like I said, the Force Destiny ones are are they're pretty clever in their own right. They're just they're just snippets of like all the female characters from Star Wars because they did Jenner so they did Ray, they did Leia, like yeah, everybody. So it's great. just like all they all had their own little short and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Speaking of like anime, Boba Fett and whatnot. Sure. Uh, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. other, otherwise known as the Mandalorian, and uh, Cara Dune, uh, Gina Carano, yes. they were both present as well for uh, the Triple Force Friday live stream, so they got to see some of their toys for the first time. One yeah. of them, but that I thought was really cool, was the Lego set that they were able to, like to put out, and like I was really curious about this part of the trailer, but it's for the ATST Raider. Yes. Which I think just sounds cool in its own right. I agree. So. I actually,
0: I just kind of scrolled past that one, and they're and they're doing like a, uh, they're call well they're calling it a vintage collection piece as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. I, I mean, is it supposed to be like it? The, I know that the box art at the very least is supposed to look like old school. Like the Kenner. old Kenner, yeah. But like, is it, uh, is it going to be like a Kind of like Black Series, like collectible, or I mean, is it-, it?
0: Looks detailed like Black oh. Series level stuff. Which I mean, speaking of that, uh, I mean they did they unveiled a bunch of Black Series characters. I was going to say the
2: Black Series that has the white box with Ray in it. <laughs> yes. They, just, I think uh, I want one of those. They didn't yeah, want to yeah, put it
1: two on the nose. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's not obvious or anything <laughs> what they're going for.
0: Right. Yeah. But Call it, it the black awesome. series in a white box. I mean, what what could that possibly represent? But it's represent? Got a white box. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but was, they, I mean, but not only. It's
2: striking, only- and it it will uh, if, you know if somebody's collecting all of those ten inch <laughs> figures or. You know, yeah, that one's going to stand out.
1: Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> For even, sure. Even more to it. So, I mean, all the detail with the characters themselves. Right.
0: But that's just what I was going to say is, like, you know, <coughs> kind of just scrolling through some of those ones. Uh, like, the next one down, we get the Kylo, and we get a good look at mm-hmm. his reconstructed mask.
1: You can see all the red lines in between and everything.
0: Exactly. Uh, we get the Sith Trooper, which we've talked about previously.
1: Yeah, his was actually premiered during one of our conversations i remember that yeah uh the jet troopers right after that
0: right and then then the Mando. yeah
1: that looks solid
0: i know like i the more i look at his armor the more i'm just like this is like i cannot wait i I know we're we're so close we're barely a month away now i know well so
1: uh uh, so to get at like we were talking before about like how the mando is going to kind of get set up like because it was visible in the shots in the trailer that like it looked like he had several different like Parts of his armor either taken away or refurbished, or just picked, up, you know, picked up along the way. Mm-hmm. And this exactly, this looks just like that. Like almost nothing matches. It's just right. mismatched, just
0: complete cobbled together.
1: And I love that feel. It's just like you know, it's like make it work.
0: Yes, I don't know. the used future. As as the Star Wars aesthetic is called Fair enough um, But so then we have a little Jawa
1: Which is the most impressive thing yet Because they actually It looks like they kind of did some detail to the eyes Yeah like, cause it, So to Jawas you never see their face It's always uh, just been their eyes Right And even to this It looks like the eyes are surrounded by like some kind of black yeah, wrapping Yeah type of Yeah but agreed so, I mean, I know that the, the history behind, like, Jawas is apparently, like, it's it's almost like Sand People in the sense that, like, when they get their robes or their wraps or whatever, like, they never take it off. It's just you just it's cinch it, of, yeah. make it bigger. Well,
0: apparently there is some theory that holds that they are actually descendant from the same kind of base species, yeah, kind maybe. of like us and monkeys. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, the, but at some point we split. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why they kind of look similar, yeah, well, ignoring mean, the fact that it's like everything on Tatooine looks the similar. same, right? Yeah,
1: but I mean, it, it honestly could just be as easy as like the Jawas just couldn't keep up. Yeah. And that's why they built sand crawlers.
0: Yes. But we also, and this might be a good segue to kind of move move on from the toys. Well, Ooh, I do I want to talk about the Lego sets a little Yeah, there's a, a lot bit.
1: more here. All right,
0: let's talk Lego for a moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, and obviously, as as I've established on this pod now, like I, I'm expecting my first child, and like I cannot wait because then I can actually get the big Lego sets. Oh yeah, and nobody can stop me.
3: <laughs> <There's> no say, <laughs> it's
0: no.
2: for the baby.
3: Oh yes. yeah. Uh,
0: but I mean, some of the offerings that they have shown uh, are just awesome. Like I'm really excited about this new Falcon they're doing. Oh man, that kind of has this. It has like a collapsible, like top if you will yeah so then like the entire play set, like the entire falcon exists on the inside
1: yeah like it, all the hallways and everything like right. that right
0: which i feel like previous falcons that they've done have mostly just been like the only part that you could really interact with was like the cockpit
1: yeah well no so there is one out I mean, it's like the the super super special edition like the almost thousand dollar one but like i know there's ones that have that high level of detail oh yeah but just for being one that's you know a for like on the on the open market like on a, you know on a basic market like that's still impressive in itself just to have that much detail to it yeah i mean the falcon's going to be one of the most expensive ones you get regardless yeah, of no matter where you well. go but i mean come on man you got the y wing there you got the a wing yes i'm more excited about the y wing based on the fact that it's actually going to have Zuri like bliss yeah. Zori bliss like Zori, uh, yeah. like uh, involved like is that her y wing or is she just like, all right, I'll help you guys, but I can only do it in a Y wing. Well, it's like <laughs> if you,
0: if you ever like, if you're like a Nerdist news person, like they always report on things like that come out through the toys or it's like what's through up Lego. With that? Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, it looks like uh, we're going to be seeing this character doing this thing, thing. based on the cover bo- you know, the box art for yeah.
1: box art for this cover image for that. Yeah.
0: And if you do look closely at this picture of the Y wing Zori is flying it.
1: Oh yeah. No, no, I know it's, it's kind of crazy. Like it comes with her and Poe and like some kind of astromech and a jet trooper as well as Dio. Yes. Um, and there's the uh, I
0: like the A-wing, which is right below that.
1: Yeah, well, that's just a cool. That's a cool shade on it.
0: Yeah, it's green, which like it's literally my two. It's my favorite ship and my it's favorite, favorite color. color.
1: There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they, the the newer ones they kind of came off as like a blue tinge, right? Something right. like that. Like it was like blue and white. Yeah, but that does really add to it. Yeah.
0: Um, and Lieutenant Connex is in that one. Yeah, uh, Billy Lord, Carrie Fisher's daughter. So
1: she's going to be doing some flying, possibly,
0: possibly, possibly,
2: mm, likely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's the uh, Pisana Speeder, which is going to be pretty baller. I mean, that's 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 yeah. a big part of just the trailer like that right play now. set, yeah, yeah, uh, that'll be cool to see. Uh, Kylo Ren's shuttle, which we've seen before. This time, it just looks a little more. I mean, it looks more solid black. Um, but the most exciting one, like I said at the top. The ATST Raider, which will be featured in The Mandalorian. Holy cow! Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it is a pure ATST that is just like it. Someone was allowed to do the paint job for it, and they're just like finally.
0: Looks like uh, Sabine Wren got her hands on. uh, I was just gonna say on an ATST.
1: Oh, totally! I can see that for sure. I just love the fact that, like, you know, it's you know, it it has has the Mando and Gina like at the bottom there. Uh, and like, j- just look like they're rocking out and everything, and uh, it just adds more to like, I want to know what this is all about, you know? Like, I want there to actually be like the Razor Crest as a as a Lego set. Yeah, like, if I, I had to get anything Mando wise, I want That's, the Razor yeah. Crest purely because I had the freaking um, you know gunship Lego set, and that mm-hmm. would just be a nice like kind of yeah. like callback. For sure. Um, what else have we got here? So uh, besides that, they, uh, besides toys and other Funko Pops and Black Series stuff, they also released a bunch of like clothing items as well as cooking wear. Yes. Which is crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can talk about that in, in length if you want. Uh, I mean, this, the socks alone look pretty baller.
0: Yeah, I know. I really like those, those stant socks.
1: Yeah, The there's... first
0: pair is... Uh, I know, once again, great theater of the mind. <laughs> but the first pair is... Uh, it is Boba Fett, and it looks like the one is like Boba Fett from the films, but the other, and then the other one we see Django.
1: Yeah, maybe even the Mandos on Yeah, there. and I it's wonder
0: if The Mandalorian could be on there.
1: And besides that, there's one that looks like it's the original trilogy Star Wars. Yeah. Like it looks like it has Chewie and Luke and Obi Wan on it. And then there's like three pairs at the bottom here uh, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, maybe that's Kylo Ren, I can't really tell. And uh, Chewbacca, which yep. th- in all fairness, they are all really rad, as well as like a Sif Trooper like red hoodie, which looks really cool. And, uh, you know, we've we already talked about Dio. Oh, there's a lunchbox as well.
0: It's pretty sweet.
1: The lunchbox looks yeah. pretty baller. I looks, don't know. Yeah, it
0: looks like there's some really cool stuff uh, that you can like custom order through Zazzle. Zazzle? Yeah, Zazzle. which is kind of like Etsy, but it's more for like branded stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever like been to that website once, and I actually had a terrible experience. <laughs> so I'm not, uh, So I'm just going to reserve comment. Well,
1: I I have to feel like maybe Eva's gotten stuff off there before. I don't know. She does a lot of like online shopping that way. But I, I, I'd be curious to ask her. Maybe she knows about it. Yeah. yeah. But uh i mean other than that you know i mean like i said it's just a lot of cool stuff if you guys get a chance to check it out for yourselves uh you know just look up star wars like triple friday toy products and i mean you can see everything there yeah i know I mean, it's
0: you can literally just go to the website
1: yeah starwars.com
0: yeah the one item i guess we didn't talk about is the the watches the citizen watches they are the watches really baller are very cool yeah yeah, yeah. There's I, a Boba Fett one. I saw
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> he just Boba Fett, everything, just laser focused.
0: Yeah, I but love It's it. the
2: best looking one. It
0: is the best oh, yeah. looking In one, my I think. Yeah, the one, the one that's like the Death Star, but that also has like the metal band. I kind of like.
2: Yeah. Oh, I did like that one. too.
0: That
1: uh, is nice.
2: I mean, they're all. Yeah, they're they're all, all nice watches. Yeah.
0: And I do. I actually, I my wedding present from Emily was like a, a Citizen's Eco Drive watch. That's cool. Yeah. But like, I know what that one costs, so like I am guessing what these <laughs> ones will cost, because they're limited special edition, Aww. and et cetera, et cetera,
1: so. Ex- et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Oh, man. So, do we want to talk about the other big topic that came out on Triple Force Friday? The trailer? Yes. You want to talk about the trailer?
0: That's what I want to talk about. <coughs> I wanted to talk about it 10 minutes ago. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so.
2: He had to backpedal there.
1: Did we ever once see the trailer? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fawn you Do you have any first impressions, Steph, on the trailer, like the new like story trailer?
2: I'm excited. I I wasn't excited before, but I am now.
1: I think I would agree with that. Yeah. I,
2: I when I first when I saw the the initial reveal trailer, I was kind of like, mm, okay. I mean, it's a third person Star Wars game. It's gonna be right. action. Okay, generic white guy protagonist. Okay, and
0: <laughs> that, is, that is a bit weak, if I'm being honest.
2: Right, and he, I mean, he didn't. We didn't really get a sense of what you doing, anything you white about bro? him. You know, he's just like, oh, oh, I can use the force. Hey, cool. yeah, basically. Every every pretty much every Star Wars game has a Jedi in it in some capacity. But anyway, I saw the new trailer, <laughs> and long story short, I I I'm a lot more excited. I think I'm gonna get the game on launch and. I, I definitely want to be, like,
1: in it as, as the I'll, uh, news is coming out. I'll put it out there right now. I, I, I told Andrew as much. Um, if you were if you pre-order it at GameStop, they actually give you a $15 Fandango gift certificate to use towards oh, the Rise so of Skywalker. Oh, so you buy your
2: movie ticket. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to get it at first, yeah. and then he told me that, and I was like, nah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I put five bucks down. I'm like, hey, if I don't want it, I'll just get it back. But, like... Now seeing this trailer, I'm I'm in the same vote. Like I, I know that I was way more hyped, and probably still more hyped for the Lego game coming out. <laughs> yeah, but like just the elements that came through, and like seeing how things are gonna work. You know, I mean, obviously we saw the gameplay before, uh-huh. but uh, you know, you never really got too much of like the story elements, and like now you kind of see where everything's at, and not to mention the fact that like there's it looks like if you're a fan of the Rebels show you're not gonna be disappointed.
0: Well that's yeah, that's the part in particular that has further kind of roped me in right. is that I mean obviously we we've known for some time that like Saw is going to make an appearance mm-hmm. and that he would be fighting inquisitors. Yeah. I mean we've known that I guess all all of that since celebration.
1: We knew that at the very least he was gonna be fighting the second sister. Right. But now but, it's confirmed that like there's more than just the one inquisitor.
0: Yes. So include I mean so we've we've also now seen the ninth sister
1: i was gonna say it's probably the ninth
0: sister
1: yes uh, she's the one oh, never mind that's the, for spoiler <laughs> yeah
0: but well but so then there's also the seventh sister right which is so that's a direct rebels tie-in yeah uh yeah. That, w- that we're now seeing and yeah. like it just i mean you know i don't necessarily have this like the timeline kind of fits in a little bit of a weird spot like i mean i'm not saying like oh we're gonna see kanan as like a Seventeen-year-old or something like oh, that. Oh man! But I,
2: I, th- I don't know. I think
0: <laughs> you think we will. I think we will. <laughs>
2: I think. I mean, I could just be, like, wishful thinking. It probably is wishful thinking on my part. But I, I do think, like, with with the tie-ins that we've already seen with the Seven Sister and with Sagarera in the game. I don't think it's crazy to think that like Ahsoka is going to be in the game, Kanan is going to be in the game. Ugh, it would just be especially hard. since it's focused on Jedi. I mean, right? Yeah. And,
0: and I think the like the notion that they're kind of building this kind of support network is it, it makes more sense seeing this kind of story trailer than what we've seen from previous gameplay. Right. Where it kind of, I mean, I feel like the the gameplay looked almost very isolated like i don't understand why i'm At why cheek. we would be on kazook <laughs> kazook <laughs> well yeah
1: so uh i've also heard kishik Kashuk. yeah Kashik. yeah yeah uh it's like wookies don't wookies don't live on endor no, anyways uh <laughs> but it's just like i agree with you on that because you you just never really got the point across of like yeah, it is more or less centralized, and it does kind of seem like stuff we have seen before to a lesser degree. I mean, obviously, it's flashy, and it's new, and the graphics look amazing yeah. and stuff like that, but at the same time, it's like, okay, we've kind of been here before, you could do certain and things. that's why I wasn't
2: excited about it to begin with. Right, because right. Because I'm like, oh, well, I was really excited about uh, Force Unleashed, but... Oh, that game yeah, actually wasn't not, as good.
1: Yeah, it's not. It like it, was it doesn't fade. get as much fun until like like after the first playthrough. Like I'm sure that everyone was all about it the first playthrough, but it was just like that power. But if trip, I were
2: to try to replay it now, I, I don't think I'd get
0: through it. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. it's hard to and kind like, of
1: I, like get that in
0: there. I mean, one thing that does well, I don't know if it like makes me excited or if it it's still one of those things that intimidates me. Like I'm no longer intimidated about the gameplay style itself, Mm -hmm. which we've heard is kind of like a dark Dark souls Souls. light kind of thing.
1: Almost God of War-esque. Right. I mean, I think
0: it's got, I think it's going to be like PS4 God of War.
1: Which, I mean, that if it's like that, it will be very accessible to a lot of people. I feel like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's, but yeah, it, it's going to be one of those things that I think actually offers a really nice balance of, like, yes, you can still just, like, smash that, you just know,
2: mash your attack smash thing. your heavy
0: attack, whatever. Yeah. And you'll probably, you know, eventually you you're going to win. Yeah. With
2: enough personnel. But experience. if
0: you do want to kind of approach it with more nuance and finesse, like, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to still have those mi- Yeah, there. mix in those co- complex systems.
1: How would you feel if they still threw in, like, quick time events? Because. I always feel like like Quick Time events can work to a certain degree, uh-huh. but it, I always feel like I it might take away. Think
2: the game has to be built ar- around it as like with the Quick Time mechanics as its core focus, and you yeah. see that in in like predominantly like story games right now. Like, uh-huh. I'm thinking Until Dawn, Man of Medan is their new game. That's yeah, new game? like those games are basically just 10 hour movies <laughs> with Quick Time with, events. With Quick to... Time to keep you awake, really? and, but for for an action game. Unnecessary, completely unnecessary.
1: Now, I mean, like you go back to like the very first God of War, Uh and like in a way, it was like, oh man, you know, you feel like like, like, you're the one taking down the Hydra or something like that. But you know, now it's it's more of a chore, right? You know,
2: I like combos and like having like light fighting game combos, like you know, here's your three to four hit button Mm -hmm. hit, which is easy enough. But in terms of like the oh well, you have to do. This move to stun the enemy and move then you left. have to do the quick time event in order to, you know, do critical damage or whatever. I just I, I think we've moved past that as a design in in modern games. So no. I am yeah. not expecting it. I yeah, it's
1: just like I wanna if be it's able there, to
2: there it's there. What whatever you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: I wanna be able to enjoy the story. Like I'm all for playing the story, but at the yeah, same
2: I'm time gonna, like I'm playing it. For the story, not because I want to play an action game. Like I mean, it just gets
1: distracting. That's yeah. all, you know.
0: Yeah. So. I, and I I agree with all of that. I mean, I think we've. I mean, this is definitely like my bias, just because I I'm not like a, a hardcore gamer, and like I always you know I've I always just have you know Sony console or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we kind of we've seen this in a couple of. Somewhat recent Sony releases In terms of like Uncharted versus God of War Where God of War still had some of that Quick timey stuff so, Although it was much reduced From yeah, previous right. iterations They
1: kind of saved it for where it was needed Like the big big fights Exactly
0: and and I certainly can see How that would translate into a game Like Fallen Order mm-hmm. um, But I also feel like Uncharted 4 like when that came out They did not do any quick time stuff That I can remember anyway.
1: No, it was more just about like, I mean, there was reactions, but it wasn't like you, you know, it was life or death if you didn't do it. Yeah,
0: it it just kind of like actually changed the way that everything unfolded.
1: Basically. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And I, you know, and I, I think that is, even though that's actually the older game, I think that's more where we're at, where it's just, it really doesn't factor in that much. But I do think, like, yeah, we're probably gonna, you know, we're gonna come across some some big beasts and and kind of some mini bosses that are gonna be structured that way, where like you are gonna have to probably do a little bit of quick timey stuff. But
1: well, should we talk about the Gorgara? Sure. The uh, Chirodactyl, if you will. <laughs> That's apparently what it's called. <laughs> is the I was yeah. gonna
2: say what? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. So like one of the big shots in the trailer itself is uh, of. Cal, the protagonist Mm -hmm. uh first of all discovering this giant beast uh which at first kind of looks like i mean like if you look at it at first glance without seeing the rest of its body if you just saw the head it kind of looks like an electric eel yeah i'd say uh and then you know moments later He's riding on the back of the dang thing.
0: Yes. And like the very, f- like when you very first see the head, like I almost even thought like Rancor. And it's like, oh, Rancor. Please, right. Please not another Rancor. Like, yeah. Because we've done this in Force Come Unleashed. It's, it's a big galaxy. Yeah. There's-
1: yeah. We just said at the top there's of the show. There's so much creative. There's a bigger fish. There's always, there's a, always bigger, a bigger always fish. fish. Yeah. So there's always a bigger Rancor out there somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, that, like, I'm glad that they're making it a separate, like, kind of unique monster in that verse. But like, when I did see it, Straight God of War. Like, I was like, that, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nothing <laughs> that's just, Not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. But, like, don't make the whole game the, the, that way, you know? Right. I don't think... it's But, it, like, m- that, but maybe there's
0: planned. even, like, a chance that it could be almost like a... Like, almost like a Shadow of the Colossus kind I of thing. I was going to say,
2: that's oh. the vibe that I got.
0: Like, it where it's Turns out not, he was yeah. on the
1: dark side the whole time.
0: Yeah, and it's not... <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, but it's not even so much that you have to... That's
2: right. Quick
0: time okay. fight I this. Check.
2: I was like... Well, they're the guys who did Titanfall. I was like, yes. I'm pretty. I was like 90. Uh, yeah. I was yeah, like 90% respawn. sure that they were the ones who did Titanfall, which is guess what about riding and robots. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> so like. So they kind
1: of mastered the whole.
2: They like, know how to make a game about riding and things. Right,
1: that's good.
3: Well,
0: and actually, I mean, we've you know, and to that end, it's like so. So respawn. The only games they've done previously actually are the Titanfall games. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then they kind of open like a side studio to work on this in terms of doing like single player story focused yeah uh you know gameplay and they hired stig asmussen who did previously work on the first three god of wars i was gonna Mm. say his
2: name sounds really familiar yes that's why yeah
0: he was like the creative director for santa monica studios or whoever it (laughs) is. yeah whoever did the first one yeah so he was involved in those ones so like i think there could be some of that Kind of cross play between both of those. Oh, for sure, uh, choices. I,
1: I would take that over Dark Souls. Not that, not to like downplay Dark Souls, but I mean, we've talked about this before already. Like, I feel like when people do hear Dark Souls, that they're just not up to the challenge.
0: Right. I mean, and certainly there's there is ample evidence of like Star Wars games being like bru- like crushingly brutally hard. Cool. But I don't think in this day and age you could possibly consider making a Star Wars game say, that that's just totally inaccessible. Just seems
2: like a just a bad business move. Yeah.
0: Right.
3: And if
2: if they went out and said, Oh, this game is gonna be the Star Wars of Dark Souls or the Dark Souls of Star Wars or whatever. i just be like, Okay, it. no thanks, I'll pass. yeah like, just, I'm I'm not I'll worried about until... it. I'll watch the cutscenes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's on true, YouTube. True. Does someone let someone else play through it and just I will watch it. a
2: let's play of this game and you can't stop me.
1: Well, I mean, just to kind of finish out with it, like I mean, what do you think the ultimate goal of the game is going to be? I mean, because it's from what it sounds like, you know, Cal's mission, quote unquote, being is that like you're just going to go out, look for Jedi temples, and like learn more about the Jedi. Even though apparently Cal grew up with the Jedi, it's like I'm you should sure know stuff. I'm sure there's
2: details they're withholding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've had two trailers about the game. They're...
1: Yeah, well, I'm that's that's important to do, obviously. I, I'm more curious to see and how it comes it's out soon, so. yeah. Well, I mean, so getting back to, you know, Force Unleashed, like when that story came out, you know, I mean, this is still before the new trilogy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like I accepted it, you know,
2: yeah, it's, well, it's
0: like I feel like if you tell the high level version of that story, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. But it's just when you actually kind of play through it and the slog and just kind of the repetitive nature of the controls and yeah. the fact that it is just total button masher yeah. throughout. Then all of a sudden it's like. The concept is better than the final product.
1: Right. Well, I mean, that's all I'm saying is, like, if they can build it off of something, because, like, I think everyone went into that game knowing, like, how could Darth Vader do this? Like, obviously, he was (laughs) under the Emperor the whole time. How could he have a secret apprentice? Yeah. And then they they do a decent enough job of explaining it. And it's like, oh, that's why, because he created the Rebellion. Like, that yes. was purely what this whole game was about. It's like, <laughs> yeah. instead of getting rid of them, you just created them. You made it worse. <laughs> like, right. okay, I'll believe well, that's, that. That's
0: his uh, double agent uh, ploy for the, the long con. Yeah. To to deceive both Palpatine and Darth Jar Jar. He
1: was playing both sides. That's, that's how you how. don't get got.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess my, my sense for this game as much as anything, and like I'm, not, I'm not saying this in kind of a, a spoilery way, but I just feel like, like it is going to have to be small for reasons that you know exist in the, uh, like the outside continuity, yeah. outside of this. Game. Right. And I mean, it's
2: it's set in an interesting part of the timeline. Uh-huh. And it still hasn't been fully explored. Gotta, it's yeah. got to be self-contained, though. Like. Right. I, I mean, maybe they can leave it so there's, like, one sequel. But for something. how are they going to tie it in with right the larger
1: universe? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be excited to see what comes out of it. Um, I know I'm going to fall for it. How bold do you think it would be if they were like, you know what, this actually takes place in Legends time?
0: Well, so this is something that uh, uh, our friend Brandon yeah. uh, from Games and Nat has discussed, I think. I, well, it might have been on their show when we did, the may the fourth special with Mm -hmm. them yeah uh but i like this is like his kind of grand conspiracy if you will is that they're going to potentially either recreate many of like the important legends plot points
1: hashtag Jade lives
0: right like in video games or that they will just kind of create a separate video game timeline. Mm. Uh, sort of like what Squeenix is doing with the Avengers game that they're developing. And, <laughs> and
1: so he's, Yeah, okay. no, well, well, maybe. I
2: wonder. I mean, I would be fine with that. I just don't know where where the real basis would be for doing that.
1: My, I mean, like, my only basis on that is just the fact... They're not... Like, run,
2: as, I mean, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, but they don't have any quote-unquote, alternate or non-canonical timelines right now. That's no, correct. It's,
1: it's just canon. In, in like and
2: current, what we're considering canon, current content that they're creating, yeah, like or every, will be creating, like like everything. Everything that's
0: come out in the Disney era is part of the canon. Right. Yeah, And they've said that, like I mean, they have established that this game is supposed to be canon. Right. I mean, if is that going to continue forever? I don't know. Yeah. I mean you know I I certainly have high hopes that if that were to come to pass and they could like just make an X-Wing series
1: or something
0: or something along those lines
2: gotta retcon those those classics well yes. I mean they,
1: we have said this before they're already they're already kind of starting to do that with like Jedi Outcast 1 and 2 right uh, you can get out on they PS4 and the Switch they
2: them yeah which seems like a really weird choice and it's like there's... Does that mean we're gonna get Kyle? Well,
1: yeah.
0: We <laughs> well, to I Codes think Ka- yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I think the the Katarniverse is is he coming back some happen. way. Just... Like they're going to do a, a game with him. What... one way Ooh. or another?
1: Predictions. What if uh, Cal is like? It's not Cal. It's it's, it's Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the name that he was hiding under this whole time. Yeah. We just busted it right here, gang. Yeah. Oh, we got it here.
0: Well, there certainly would be uh, impetus for that. We'll get into that in a future episode. Of
1: course, yes. Uh, So yeah, I
0: I won't spoil it if people don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but there are. That is certainly a thing with Jedi living undercover.
1: It's just ridiculous.
0: So I've been um, listening to the Kenobi novel. (gasps) Novel. Finally. No, really. Yes.
1: Oh, I'm so happy. But I it, want to talk about stuff, but talk well, about Rue. All right. Sorry. Yes.
0: <laughs> the best character in the entire story is Rue by a long shot. That's his EOP.
1: Yeah. She's it's amazing.
0: His oh. little like pack Ow. animal. Yeah. yeah. Like Aww. cow slash horse slash.
1: Do you remember uh, Jar Jar going, Pee Yusa? Because the dude like it like, took a poop yeah. on the on
0: That's the an EOP.
1: That's an EOP. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man! Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I, you just got so I'm real not re- I'm
0: not really that far into it yet, but okay. um, but he like in one of the first sequences where he's trying to communicate with Qui Gon. Yeah. Uh, he's just like, I told her my name is Ben. Yeah, I'm trying this out or whatever, and like, it, like it's just really like it's cute that he is like. What do you think of it? Like he's yeah. asking well, What do you think about my fake name?
1: Especially because of the, now you kind of know the uh, the the origin of the name because uh-huh. it was just a pet name, right? Obviously, well, that's they, people can f- figure that out for themselves. If they don't want to hear it here. But spoiler alert: he learns it from Sabine. Uh, I said it. I know. <laughs> uh, but Satine. Satine. Is it? Said- wait, no. Sabine is the Mandalorian. Yes. Well, they're Satine. both
0: Mandalorians. Crap.
1: That's right. One's a T. One's a B. Yes.
3: yes.
0: But Sabine is the teenage girl the on Rebels. Artist. Right. Satine is the leader yeah, of leader Mandalore of the during. Clone Wars. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, Sorry, gang. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get, man. You, you put this stuff too close together sometimes. Well, there was like
0: there was another name that I feel like you mentioned recently, and I was like, that can't be right because that's our, that's that person's name. I, I mean, it was like on a recent episode. I'm not, I don't want to relitigate it necessarily. But.
1: Ah, whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's cool. Yes. I'm, I, I mean, it, it is it is a fun little thing. And like now that you did that, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to it again because I love that book, <laughs> and we are got to talk about it. Okay. Uh, so now we know what we're doing in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. But still, um, we got two more big topics to kind of talk about right now. Um, I'm going to leave it to you. Which one would you like to do first? Which one would you like to finish out with?
0: Well, let's do – we'll kind of go in order, I guess. So let's do –
1: Like the last link last?
0: Yes. All right. Cool. So the next story up is Kevin Feige is doing a Star Wars movie. What? <laughs> The Marvel Cinematic Universe head honcho. Yeah, what uh, collector or something? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, a good. He's like the Galactus of the MCU.
1: <laughs> I guess you could say. In the one before all.
0: Yes. Something like that. Yeah. He is now. You know, he is for all of his loyalty to Marvel and to Disney, they're rewarding him by letting him make his own Star Wars movie. Which.
1: I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't know how I feel about it because I mean, for, on on one hand, great. Kevin Feige, he's made twenty some movies, you know, over the course of ten years or uh-huh. whatever, and like they've and been made somewhere...
0: almost twenty billion dollars for Disney. Yeah, the
1: highest grossing you know studio in a long time, if not all time, and just like you know, it seems like he can't lose, yes. and it makes perfect sense for them to go for it. But at the same time, it kind of makes me worried because, you know, we already, like, started, like, when they first started talking past, the like, the Rise of Skywalker, they're like, all right, we're going to get Ryan Johnson to do his trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of got, like, muffed up because people were upset with The Last Jedi. And then you go into, like, all right, well, we're going to have D&D from, uh, you know... Game, Game of Thrones do it and everyone was all for it and then Game of Thrones <laughs> ended and then they're like I don't know dog it ain't gonna be good
0: well that's just because their eyes were already on Star Wars
1: maybe but I mean all I'm I getting- don't
0: actually believe that I mean as much as I love Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah like Benioff and Weiss ha- this is that's who they are like the final season of Game of Thrones is who they are yeah like they did the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie oh. like I mean like, they have a fairly checkered history yeah like i'm still i mean as is well established on this show i don't need to explain myself but <laughs> i love the last jedi i'm stoked for ryan johnson's trilogy why not? i'm not very excited for for d and d
1: yeah well so all i'm getting at with that is just like do you think with them getting feeg is it more of a power move or is it more of a save face because they know that he's a safe get
0: well, and I think there's a third option as well. What's the third option? That he and Kathleen Kennedy are just going to switch places.
1: <gasps> you think? Yeah, I know a lot of people are not happy with Kathleen right now. Right. I haven't been like with I mean, her for a while. I, have,
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah, that's we don't that need That would to...
2: be, wow.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? I... Would he be
2: heading?
1: <sighs> would he be heading both studios at once? You think? No. No. It would just be,
2: that would be
0: impossible. It'd be one or the other cuz I and that's why like the notion that he's going to do anything in Star Wars means that he's going to do everything in Star Wars is my kind of takeaway on it. Right. Um and like I've actually I this was a conspiracy theory that I, I was talking about last week uh, with some of our friends uh, that like I've never been more certain of something happening than I was like as soon, like once the Spider-Man news hit yeah. that they would close out Spider-Man's trilogy in the MCU and that it was like basically like Feige was basically the power that kind of made it happen cuz he wanted it. Yeah. And you know, he basically told Bob Iger and others at Disney like, "No, we will take less to finish this story the way that it should be." Sounds to me like he's wrapping up his legacy at the MCU. Mm. And then he's gonna go over to Star Wars, and it kind of makes sense because Star Wars is gonna be going through a big transition.
1: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, like the creativity. Well, the creativity is never gonna stop because it's just it's a vast galaxy in itself. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the figurehead that was George Lucas definitely left a big gate for a lot of people. Right. Not to say that like you know he was this prolific guy in the first place, but at the same time like. You don't see his name and it's like, I don't know, man. You know, you, a lot of people were just kind of like, Ugh. and other people were like, huh? you know, you just kind of like want to be into it. So I would be all for it. And I, I have every confidence of him, you know, pulling it off. Mm-hmm. And especially because we're, we're going to be going in a new direction. I think what a lot of people give grief for the, like the Skywalker saga is just the fact that like they just wanted it to stop at six. You know, they didn't want to see seven through nine. They were like, the story's told. You know, we don't have to do it anymore. But now it's like, all right, you know, there is more. And a lot of people did come back for *Force Awakens*. A lot of people did come back for *Last Jedi*. No matter how polarizing it is, it's *Star Wars*. People are gonna love it, and people are gonna want to see it. And you know, everyone's gonna want to see how it ends.
0: Uh, yeah no that's for sure uh i mean i i think the enthusiasm will definitely tick back up and it has ticked back up for sure Um, did you see those legos (laughs) but (laughs) yeah i i but i think one of the big knocks and like oh you know i think you actually said something interesting when you were kind of talking about like lucas and his involvement in star wars i Mm -hmm. mean as the creator etc yeah is that he was always kind of this just like yeah, we're just gonna wing it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll put the pieces together eventually. Don't worry about it right now. Make it work. Um, you know, and I think that's just like a Lucasfilm thing. And I think that is one of the disconnects that people have had with the Disney era of Star Wars is that it's basically like fan film yeah. because it's not Lucas making it. No, and, but it still has that same kind of like haphazard. The pieces don't always fit together quite right. Kind of aesthetic to it.
1: I I I I love Rogue One. Like Mm -hmm. it was one of my favorite out of the you know Disney you know acquisition and everything like that. I still to this day say it is a glorified fan film. Yeah, in the best way possible.
0: Right. It's just a it's a (laughs) two hundred and fifty million dollar budget fan film. Right. (laughs) So yeah. Um, But but so I guess you know my takeaway with that is that that's why you bring in a Kevin Feige who has that grand vision of things and he is an admitted huge star wars fan yeah um and i just kind of feel like well so that way you have a dedicated like an executive producer that has the long-term vision at like in his heart if you will i guess where you know whereas i think kathleen kennedy when she you know i mean she was appointed by lucas i mean she you know that and that was like one of his stipulations when the transaction Took place is he, that he she stays, yeah. um You know, but I think, and she's done a lot of good things, I believe. But she's also, she just follows in that Lucasfilm mold, if you will. And you know, she she's not necessarily that big picture person. Yeah, she's just kind of like a good, you know, business manager as much Mediator as any right? Things.
1: Well, Steph, do you have anything you want to add for this? Like, do you have any kind of? I
2: have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Let's hear it. I'm not sure that any are going to be constructive or well put together.
1: Um, You're perfect for this
0: show. Well, yes. <laughs> wonderful. Have you but... heard me talk on here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of like com- coming to realize like the gravity of like putting somebody like that in charge of, of you know, even one film will lead to multiple films. Star mm. Wars is already becoming a yearly movie franchise and I am not trying to make this an opinion show but just like I I don't like that direction that Star Wars has gone in in becoming like a yearly franchise and I I think the Star Wars fatigue is going to set in a lot faster for people than say the Marvel fatigue has but I mean for something with so many different avenues of production it's like I I would rather them not be pushing the new whatever the new film is because to be honest I'm probably not going to watch many of the spin-off films that they're going to be making it depends. anything that's not the numbered films and I just feel like it's going to go in that direction and I mean Maybe that's what they want, and maybe that's why, you know, I hadn't realized that there might have been so much dissent with Ms. Kennedy because I've always really enjoyed her <laughs> I mean I have and too. her, yeah. Yeah. you know, production and leadership over Lucas. And it's like maybe they're just like, well, here, you know, all that Disney money's coming in, and we're going to do things the Disney way now. And so...
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think the the challenge. I just feel like
2: for me that's a downward turn. And,
0: well, I I do agree I, with I'm that. And
2: pro- I'm sure I'm not the only one, but it's just it's a downer attitude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like I mean, then this is gonna sound like just so like, and I'm trust me, I'm not like here to defend Disney. <laughs> I, I I feel like I often like come across as like a total Disney stan or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but I do like. I think the challenge that Disney is looking at is that so far their investment in Star Wars hasn't really worked. Uh, You know, it's like they you look at they bought MCU for uh, well, Marvel Studios for four billion and it's now made 20 billion.
1: Right. Or 20 billion.
0: Yeah. Almost 20 billion. They they bought uh, they bought, you know, Lucasfilm for four billion and it's made like. and a half billion back and there's you know and there's only one more film in the skywalker saga right so i just i think they need to be looking at i mean and obviously they haven't had it for quite as long i mean you know the um the you know the roi hasn't necessarily matured yet Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it's like that 10 year period or whatever right but they're probably but they're probably thinking like well we gotta you know we gotta start making some money on this or else it's a like in the world of massive big business like if you're not making money you're losing money
1: basically i mean that then you can also see what's going on with uh the uh you know the the tv shows and everything like all the all the stuff that's coming from disney plus and everything i know that they're going to try and recoup a lot from that so i mean right
0: maybe well there's no question there i mean obviously i think that's partially why they're kind of you know, making the Mandalorian the mm-hmm. the day one special, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're hoping that 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 will be driving That's subscriptions. Get their subs, yeah. Uh, for sure. It but,
2: will. that'll
0: get my sub. Well, yeah, for sure. I, I was <laughs> telling was telling you guys both before we started rolling that I just last week I did finally confirm my subscriptions. So yep. I'll be but ready I, for but, November twelfth. Yep. Nice. But yeah, but I, I mean, I fully agree with you, Steph, that like part of the magic of Star Wars is that it's it's kind of like a scarce resource. Yeah. yeah. Um, and
2: we, we had to scram. We were reading book. like I could tell you the last time I read a book, but like I read all those books back yeah. in the day. And <laughs> I mean, we read all the comics. Well, not all of them, but at well, least any you
1: can get your hands on the
2: ones we could find because right. a lot of them were truly old and out of print. But you know, we played the games. Like we had all the computer games, and like right. that is kind of just like the cobbled together pieces of Star Wars, like the the random toys and stuff that we had. Like that's what I like about Star Wars, and I do like the like kind of like, as Andrew described it, like just the pieces. To, we're just like we're just gonna do it, and then try to fit them together later. Aspect of it. The way I feel. Whereas it, oh. now everything is like so carefully planned and it's like okay we have this character and they're going to show up in this other movie and they're going to show up in this comic at this point and like they I mean they probably have the Star Wars timeline plotted out for a hundred years you know
1: I mean if that's the case in WoW You know, first of all, I mean, because I mean, they already did that with the legends anyways. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I was going to say about the whole situation is like, you know, the whole spiel about how like Star Trek fans and uh, Star Wars fans were always supposed to be at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. When I would first start to think like when I first started thinking about it in those terms, because I was never like, you know, I'm not a fan of Star Trek, but I don't hate it. You know, like, I I don't know why I should hate this person for her liking something that I don't. But it's like. I remember thinking, like the reason that you know Star Wars was so great, like you're saying before, just kind of rounded out was uh, the the scarcity of it. Whereas Star Trek had multiple episodes and multiple seasons of the TV show, you know, Next Generation and all that kind of stuff, uh, as well as movies for that matter. They had a number of movies at the time, from what I remember. Like Star Wars only had the three movies. Mm -hmm. Like they only had, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and they made it work, bro. Like, that's all that was there. (laughs) And then, you know, obviously they had the prequels come in, then the cartoons, and then before you know it, now we have the new trilogy, and it's like, okay. And trust me, I know that a lot of people will be feeling the fatigue one way or another, but at the same time, like, I am that person who's just, like, I want to know more. I'm enthralled with the the galaxy that has been developed within these movies. And if they can get someone who is able to put together a timeline, like... Kevin Feige did with the MCU and make it work mm-hmm. do it you yeah. know and do it well because as of right now all the stuff that they're doing to make you know make things work and make things appropriate is like you know they put them into comics put them into the books they get their own novel and everything like that but at the same time it's like it helps you know mm-hmm. it, it helps establish the universe as a whole but yeah and I'm also just always open to the idea that the galaxy is a huge place it cannot possibly focus on these small group of people.
0: One family. <laughs>
1: one family this entire time.
0: For 70 plus years. So, yeah, I, I guess I have a couple of thoughts that I want to just chip in on that. I mean, and I think one of the things that you're bringing up, Connor, and, and I mean, I get it. I understand it. I understand where they're coming from. But one of the things that we do see in this, in the, like the Disney era, is that. A lot of these characters don't get to really breathe in comics and books. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're just no we like any kind of really good story that we might be able to tell with these characters, we're going to save it for TV for for a film or whatever the case may be. Something. Yeah, and I like that's a struggle and a frustration that I you know, I think they haven't figured out how to deal with yet. Uh, But also like you you were talking about Star Trek before Mm -hmm. and I think I heard this comparison recently and it's not mine so I, I don't deserve the credit but I think it's it's super apt to what we're talking about right now and they compare they said Star Trek is like Rush the band.
1: Okay, uh,
0: where they were just they were a machine of just recording an album every couple of years. They're so tight musically, like it's just this very kind of intellectual highbrow type of rock and roll. But Star Wars has always been like Led Zeppelin, where like they just burned so bright over a short window, but it wow. was kind of like sloppy and messy and just loud and in your face,
1: which is what gave it its charm.
0: I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it appeal like what the appeal of it is. Wow. That's
1: deep. You need to make a bumper sticker out of that. <laughs> I am not even joking. That's actually that is quite profound.
0: Yeah. I don't I I wish I could remember who I heard this from. I'm sure it was on a podcast.
1: Or, <laughs> it is a good analogy though. I mean it's, yeah. it's it's perfectly true.
0: Yeah. You know, but now we're kind of moving into this point where it's like okay, it's not really it's not the Led Zeppelin anymore. It's right. becoming and uh, and like this isn't a diss on Rush, no. But it's like beca- it's becoming more of this mainstream austere thing. And yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. Yeah, and it's becoming more polished, more refined. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think part of that is just like that. It's just changing tastes in the audience as much as anything.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you know, I think back in the day, people were like, "Yeah, Star Wars is amazing," and like, "Yeah, I, w- I hope they make more movies." But like, people also kind of just respected like the
3: you know, George were.
0: Lucas's like, "You do you, man." Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, but now like we're used to this kind of studio system, like the MCU. And people, and that's just what they expect. But I also don't think it's what they actually want.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it, it. It has to be something special, and it'll be interesting to see what they're what they'll bring to the forefront. You know, years from now when they actually start making the other movies and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, yeah, we gotta we got a little ways to go before we actually get to that point, I guess. True. Yeah. Well. Let's finish out with
1: one more topic. Yes. I know we've been here a long friggin' time, so <laughs> let's just kind of go through it, and we'll you know give yeah. our two cents. And- I mean,
0: for whatever it's worth, this literally just came out today, and like the details are super scarce.
1: Yeah, so we can honestly just kind of go over the top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were premiered today. So what we're talking about is uh, Andrew uh, actually uh, found the link for it. I guess it, uh, it was at New York Comic Con.
0: Yeah, New York uh, Comic Con's going on currently.
1: Yes, and they had uh, a display. Del Rey Books had a display going mm-hmm. uh, for new Star Wars novels. Yep. Uh, firstly, uh, the 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 newest not like the the novel to come out soonest. Uh, it's going to be called uh, Star Wars. Uh, Resistance Reborn. Yes, um, and we've gotten a couple links with uh, a couple excerpts. Yeah, there are two um,
0: separate excerpts actually. Yeah, one which for surprised me. <laughs> yeah, one for Barnes
1: and Noble and one for uh, the actual Star Wars website yep. with an audio clip as well. If you're into the audiobook like I am, uh, so that's something to cool check out. And it's going to come out early November. I want to say like November second or fifth. Yes,
0: after just lam- like lampooning the what we were, have just been talking about, <laughs> this like Resistance Reborn. And like I know, Steph, like you haven't really gotten into the new book canon yet. Um, But this is like, yeah, I mean, this is actually the exception to the rule where like they don't put the film characters in the books. Right. Uh, This is basically episode eight point five.
1: That's how it's being described, and I couldn't be more excited. It's going to fit the the hole that is the year between uh, the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker, and it's going to. it's gonna primarily but focus the main on the
2: cast isn't in it. No, no they
1: it's, are. it's 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 oh. their story. Yeah.
2: Oh. So everything
1: else has been coming out. So this is what I'm getting at. Like I already said there's a Honda Naka book for for Frick's sake. Like <laughs> yeah. there's uh there's the, the Black Spire book, which is basically just a tour guide. Um but now it's like all right, we actually get to see what these characters are. They're not just cameos in the book. Like they're not just like, Oh yeah, this person said that. Yeah. It's like you're talking about okay. yeah, so and so? Okay. So that's gonna be gnarly. Yeah, but that's the only that's gonna be like one of the last big ones to come out this year, and I'm I'm going to be excited to get
0: yeah. it. Yeah, that hits bookshelves <laughs> uh, November first, I believe I saw right first,
1: second, or fifth. I can't remember exactly <laughs> which one it is. Yes. Early November. Early November, like the band. Well, early November. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, band. Uh, the three that we should talk about are the three that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, they they already premiered, like they're already starting to get us into the mood for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so first, uh, it's pretty obvious they're going to be doing the Rise of Skywalker novel. Yes, which I've already said before. They did the Force Awakens. They did the Last Jedi. Both of them were absolutely stellar. Mm-hmm. Everything that didn't make it into the movie, like deleted scenes and stuff like yeah. that, it was put in so well that you didn't even realize it was taken out. Uh, and it just adds more, you know, thrill to it. it. You know, questions you wanted answered and stuff like that. It. I mean, more or less, they kind of go over it and mm-hmm. they'll answer it and stuff like that.
0: And I appreciate that they're saving it until after the film is Well out,
1: out of the theaters. Yeah. It's going to be, like, or April or something
0: like yeah. that. And there were certain... I mean, that hasn't <coughs> always been the case.
2: I was going to say, I feel like they kind of flip-flop between whether they're going to release them, like, early at the same time or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, think
0: I'm like- actually pretty certain, like, even, like, Solo, actually, which was the last, you know, Star Wars movie to come mm-hmm. out, I'm pretty sure, like, the book came out, like either the day of or, mm-hmm. like, right around the same time.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was pretty early on. Uh, and then finally... Or, sorry. Um, the, the, the... I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, the next book. Should yes. I just get to the next book? Go for it. Uh, the next book is going to be the second in the tr- in the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Yes. Star Wars Shadowfall. Yeah. Which already sounds pretty gnarly in itself.
0: But, I agree. Uh, that It's a good title.
1: Yeah. And, I mean... I know I wasn't as impressed as I should have been with Alphabet Squadron, <laughs> um, but I'm excited. I, mm-hmm. I, I do want to see where these characters go, and I want to see what their involvement with uh, you know, the main cast and everything like that will, will be. And especially Hera. Like, Are they going to bring Hera back, War, right. and all this kind of stuff? So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see that. But, oh my god, oh my god, we had to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So, remember we did a review uh, a couple months back for Thrawn Treason, the last in the Thrawn Trilogy? And I think we both kind of did a a silent cry to each other knowing that we'll never get any more Thrawn. Uh, (laughs) That was a lie. (laughs)
0: Well, I guess for what it's worth, do we know that Thrawn is going to be in these?
1: Uh, From what it's told, it is the uh, book one of the Ascendancy Trilogy, which will apparently be the origins not only of Thrawn, but of the Ascendancy itself. That's what I read.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's, I guess, what my question is, though. Like, are we just going to get, like, that insight into the Chiss lifestyle? Are we certain that that Thrawn is going to be part of that?
1: I'll give you this. This is what it says verbatim on their Twitter. It says, journey to the unknown regions and learn more about the origins of Thrawn and the Chiss Ascendancy. The Ascendancy Trilogy by Timothy Zahn starts May 2020, which, like, holy freaking cow.
2: It's Chiss. It's Timothy Zahn can't Anna go wrong Thrawn in the description Yay! yeah yeah it's, it's a
1: safe bet yeah but good like oh man we're gonna see him as a kid just being <laughs> like i saw his finger painting now i know how to kill him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's,
0: that's right that is <sighs> in a nutshell oh man
1: so yeah I mean, just some cool titles to get excited for you Yeah. know no I,
0: I i totally agree that's i mean that sounds like really i mean that one really kind of surprised me right I mean, I, as we, you say we we talked about this you know truly just a couple months ago the finish like the and it was final like, well, probably it or you know or I, like I've also you know I've proffered my theory that maybe at some point we would get the kind of post rebels story mm, of, of Thrawn. Thrawn and potentially what somebody happens.
1: else yeah <laughs> For what it's worth yeah. so I know you're side-eyeing me there <laughs> I'm gonna try and keep it under wrap so um, uh,
0: yeah, but so, like, I think that that could be really interesting. I wonder if it could still almost be that story, but it's kind of told in parallel with, like, Ooh, Thrawn's like then, youth now. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Kind of how um, Thrawn Alliances was.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: Yeah. I and, mean, and for all you know. Yeah. Only other um, news item from that, we did. They were they said something about project luminous just saying that right. they're going to tell us more in early 2020.
1: They gave a they gave a list of like some of the authors including uh-huh. uh Jose uh, older I guess how you say it. Yeah. Uh, Cav- uh Gavin Scott, um, Scott. Yeah. I think Delilah S. Dawson was involved. I think so. Uh, I can't remember anybody else but regardless like it's a few it's a few uh you know notable novel writers. Yeah. Uh, what
0: was new that I, I don't remember seeing before is, like, in addition to uh, Del Rey's name being attached to it, they had Disney books, which they typically do the, like, YA titles. Right. Um, they, they're the publisher for those, as well as IDW and Marvel. So, so you think
1: it could be more comics? So,
0: well, I mean, I think it's just going to, I think it's just going to be multidisciplined. Mm. as much as anything like I think there's going to be comics I think there's going to be adult novels I think maybe that means there's going to be YA novels maybe
1: I mean I'm still holding out hope for Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view but I know that's probably not going to happen right it would just be exciting Uh, (laughs) but regardless that's right I I, that kind of made me upset I'm like what is luminous about this project please tell me like (laughs) I just wanted to know
0: (laughs) And like I think literally their tweet was just like we'll tell you more in 2020,
1: <laughs> see them, right? So I don't know. All right, that's a that's a sad note to go out on. <laughs> oh man, did you guys enjoy our little discussion? Did you uh, talk? You know, did you want to talk more about uh, anything else coming out for Triple Force Friday? Obviously, we got one more Friday to come. Who knows what's actually going to be coming out during that Friday? So it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure we'll talk about it next time. Uh, Steph, thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you were able to kind of give some insight and always you know a pleasure. it's yes. always it's always fun to have a third opinion on stuff like this. Exactly. Too, so
0: I get I get tired of listening to myself talk. Although, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I feel like this was this was maybe feeling. a tough one. Yeah. Uh, but we but hope to. But I'm just I'm glad we got to talk about Fallen Order with you. Right. Um. You know we've we've mostly reserved our video game chat with you know with For our your
2: games and app friends. Exactly.
0: Games and app guys. But certainly you have that. Kind of, you know. I mean, you've actually been a video game reviewer and oh, done some...
2: Oh, back in the day, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: So it, we'll have to bring you back when the Lego game comes out. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but from uh, from that and everything else, like I said, we're hoping to have you back soon enough for uh, when we finally are able to do the Rebels review. Yes. Uh, you know, I promise,
0: we're on the precipice.
1: We are on the precipice, the cusp of, you know, if you will, all that kind of stuff. Either way... Be sure to uh, like, subscribe, check us out on uh, you know our Facebook page, Greta First Podcast, as well as check out the. Uh um, the The podcast mm-hmm. on Apple iTunes, yep. Apple Podcasts, Apple podcasts. Um, as well as Reggie's, Reggie's House, House podcast. podcast. I'm sorry,
0: come no, you're good.
1: While you're there, please check out Games and that podcast. Uh, they've been back for a few weeks now, and they're they're right in full gear. Yeah, uh, they're on Twitch now, yes, which is a big deal. You can still check them out on Facebook if you if you have trouble finding them, go to the Facebook page. They always put up the link night of their uh, of their stream, so you can go back and check that out. And uh, from everybody here, uh, I don't know. uh, Steph, did you have a good time?
2: Oh, it was a boring conversation anyway.
1: What? I'll bet
0: it was.